Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. The name of my sermon today is From Donkeys to Destiny. One thing I love about the Bible is that there are so many amazing stories, and some of them we, we just miss because, well, we don't read books like 1 Samuel all the time, but there are some really amazing nuggets of wisdom that God has in this story for us, and I'm really excited to share it with you. So we're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 9. This is a story about a man who went searching for something that was lost. And what he found along the way was so much better than what he had lost. He found purpose and destiny on this journey. And you may be here today, maybe you feel lost. Maybe the last two years has been a whirlwind. I know it has been for me. Maybe, maybe you've lost your joy. Maybe you've lost peace. Maybe you've lost your job. I know a lot of people who ha- are in that situation. Or, or maybe you lost a relationship or a loved one. But I want to tell you today that even in this place, if you are feeling lost, that God has purpose and destiny waiting on you, that there are things that God wants for you on this journey that you're on that are great for your life, that are going to give you fresh vision for where he wants to take you. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, I don't, you don't even know the loss that I have suffered. And I just want to say to you, thank you for being here. If that's you today and you've gone through some things that have been really hard, thank you for being here because it's hard. It's hard whenever you're in a dark valley to want to get up, to want to get up and put your clothes on and come to church. But thank you for being here because I do believe that this is a moment for you, that God has something really great for you here today, that even in those dark places, even in those valleys, God can call forth destiny into your life. So I'm so excited to bring this word to you. We're going to start in 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 3. It says, Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to his son Saul, Please take one of the servants with you and arise. Go and look for the donkeys. So he passed through the mountains of Ephraim and through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Shalem, and they were not there. Then he passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they did not find them. When they had come to the land of Zoph, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return, lest my father cease caring about the donkeys and become worried about us. At this point, Saul's like, we've been gone a long time, and I'm afraid that dad doesn't even care about the donkeys anymore. He's wondering if something has happened to me. And the servant says to Saul, Look, Now, there is in the city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he says surely comes to pass. One one version says, not one single word that he speaks falls to the ground. So this was a powerful man of God. So let us go there. Perhaps he can show us the way that we should go. Then Saul said to his servant, but look, if we go, what shall we bring to the man? For the bread in our vessels is all gone, and there is no present to bring the man of God. What do we have? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Look, I have here at at hand one-fourth of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God to tell us our way. And I'm going to skip down just a little bit. And it says, Then Saul said to his servant, Well said, come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. If you're here today 
and maybe you're searching for something that is lost, you need someone in your life who will help give you valuable prophetic perspective. See, this is really cool. I love how the word of God, there's nothing in there by accident. Saul and his servant had passed through town after town after town, and they come to this town called Zuff. And the meaning of the word Zuff is honeycomb. And it got me thinking, how many times in our life do we get right up on the edge of something sweet and beautiful that God has for us, but because of fear of the unknown, because of worry of the unknown that we just turn back? But when you have people in your life that, are, that can speak prophetic vision into your life to keep you moving forward into all that God has for you, what a difference, right? When you surround yourself with people who will tell you, no, let's keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. God has something great for you. And maybe I'm that person for you today. Maybe I'm the one who's here to tell you to keep moving forward. There is something sweet and there is something good for your life if you just step into it. If you'll just allow yourself to step into it. Saul's servant did that for him. Um, Back in 2018, Pastor Derek and I were at a crossroads of life. Um, We were coming into the end of the year and every year we do this thing that we call push, which is pray until you see it happen. And for a couple of years, I'd had this thing on my list. I was a hairdresser for 20 years, and I had my own place, and, but I had wanted to be in full-time ministry with Derek. It was something that was on my heart to do. But honestly, the thing that kept me there was money, because I thought, how in the world are we going to do that? How in the world can we make it without my salon? And But when 2018 rolled around, and it was October, and it was time to start praying until we wanted to see it happen, I said to Derek, let's do it. Let's just believe that we can close the salon. And that was a big step for us. And because I was weighing, this is, it was a weighty decision for our family. I was thinking about what we would lose if I closed the salon. We would lose provision that it made for us. And so I was praying one day, and I was like, Lord, I need you to give me a sign. I need you to make it clear that we need to do this. And it was on a Sunday, my friend Misty, who also is very prophetic, um, but she's someone who I love and I trust and has been in my life since we were babies. Our parents went to Christ for the Nations together when we were little, so I really trust her. And she called me one day and she said, Jen, I was praying for you. And the Lord told me to tell you, I can't give you what I want to give you unless you let go of what you're holding on to. And that was it. That was it for me. That's all I needed. See, I was so worried about the donkeys. I was so worried about how is, how, how, what I'm going to lose if I close this down. But when God brought through Misty prophetic vision, everything changed. Everything changed. And that was in October. We closed the shop in December. That's how sure we were of that word that God gave us. And I don't know how we've done it. I don't know how we've done it, except for God. There was no special extra income that came in. It was Jesus. But it had, I needed somebody in my life to give me vision to see what God saw. And and I'll tell you more about that story as time goes on here. But because God brought so much more. God brought so much more than money for me during that time. Just being willing to finally let go and let God. So I'm here today to encourage you, encourage you that stop worrying about the donkeys. You have a dream in your heart. 
You know what it is. There are things in your life that you want to see change, and God is saying, hey, I've got this. Let go of all the worry. Let go of what you think you've lost because I've got something even better for you today. You need someone in your life giving you heavenly perspective, someone who will remind you of who you are, someone who will help you step into that sweet place that God has for you. I love how the servant was like, as Saul begins to get worried, the servant says, hey, look, hey, look right here. In this city, there is a man who can help you. And then Saul's like, but look, we don't have anything to give him. And then the servant says, yeah, look, I actually do have something to give him. And at that point, Saul couldn't stop. He had to quit arguing. He's like, okay, you're right. Let's do this. That's the kind of people you need to surround yourself with. Someone who will not let you give up. Someone who will not let you give in, but someone who will push you forward into your destiny. What are you beholding right now? What are you looking at? Are you looking at what was lost? Are you looking at the joy of purpose and destiny that is set before you today? I want to help you get to that place of a hopeful future through this word. Keep pressing forward. He's with you. He loves you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. The Bible says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. He's always with you. What's really amazing is that God knew what Saul lost was important to his family. And because what was important to his family was lost, God was also able to use it to set up his destiny. Last year, or actually earlier this year, Andre Bronkhorst, who is coming to the prophetic conference, who uh, has spoken many words over Pastor Derek and I over the years, um, he, w- he spoke at our church. And for those of you who don't really know my story, my dad passed away last October. And man, that was a doozy. That was the biggest loss I've ever had in my life. And it kind of sent me in a tailspin, if I can be honest. I, I didn't know what was up and what was down. <laughs> and, and I lost sight of who I was. And, and so Andre came and he preached and, and I said, and I went up to him afterwards and I said, I don't think I can, I don't know if I can do this. I don't really know if I can step back into preaching. I don't know if I can pick up a microphone again because I feel so empty. And he said, And I said, I don't know when the right time is. How do I know? And he goes, the right time is right now. He said, when you preach from your pain, people are healed. When you preach from what you're going through, people's lives are changed. And guess what else happens? You're reminded of who you are. You're reminded of your purpose and destiny. The significance of what you've lost here today, if anyone is here and has lost anything, it matters to God. It matters to him. But just imagine that With what you've gone through, God can bring healing to somebody else. What you've gone through, God can remind you of who you are. God can remind you of your purpose and the destiny that he has put on the inside of you. Matthew 11, 28 through 30 in the message version says, Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. See, all of the things 
that have maybe been stolen from your life, God wants you to recover in him. God wants you to recover the things that were lost, but also he wants to put something on you that is made especially for you. It's not ill-fitting. It was tailor-made for you. And when you step into that tailor-made outfit that God made for you, there's a real rest that comes with that. There's an easiness that comes with that. There is a lightness that comes with that. And man, don't we need some lightness in our lives these days? Don't we want to feel the weight of what has happened to come off of us today? But that comes whenever you come to him. When you come to him, he helps you recover your life. The second thing I want you to take with you today is that prophecy reveals what is already in your heart. We're going to pick up in verse 19. It says, Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer, which is just another word for prophet. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. I will tell you all that is in your heart. But as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, don't be anxious about them, for they've been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and all your father's house? The New Living says, you and your family are the focus of all of Israel's hope. And Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? See, Saul was like, "Uh uh-oh, he's calling out something that I already feel on the inside of me. He knows what's in my heart. And all this time, Saul has disqualified himself. Saul has kept telling himself, what you think is in your heart, how is that going to happen? Look who you are. You're the least of the tribes of Israel, and your family's the least of the least. How do you think that that's going to happen? But he knew. Samuel knew. God had already told Samuel who Saul was going to be, and Samuel called out what was in his heart. And it was like Saul was saying, hey, don't even tease me. Don't tease me that this could actually be true, what's going on inside of my heart. Now Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the hall and had them sit in the place of honor among those who were invited. There were about 30 persons. And Samuel said to the cook, bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, set it apart. So the cook took up the thigh with its upper part and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, here it is. What was kept back, it was set apart for you. Eat, for until this time it has been kept for you. Since I had said I invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. Samuel prophesied what was already in Saul's heart. That if he could just dare to dream for a minute. To see that there was something that was set apart only for him. No one else could consume what was given for Saul. And I love how how Samuel doesn't even care about what Saul said. (laughs) He doesn't even respond to what Saul said. He just, he takes him and he sets him at the seat of honor. Why? So he could begin to see himself the way that God saw him. He He put Saul in that place of honor so Saul could see that he could be king. And he gave him the portion that was set apart just for him, the special portion that the king would eat. So Saul could begin to see the identity that was already on the inside of him. Until that time, it had been kept back for only him. And see, God has something that's set back just for you. 
um, Pastor Roxanne Alexander, who is also going to be here for the prophetic, I'm just going to keep plugging the prophetic conference. Um, she is someone in my life that has really, truly changed my life through the power of the prophetic. Um, many, many years ago when we used to be downtown McKinney, uh, she, she would come to the church and she, every time she would come, she'd find me. I mean, I would be hiding in a closet somewhere and she'd hunt me down and find me, <laughs> but she would always say, you're going to preach. You're going to preach. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't want to do that. I am totally fine to be behind the scenes doing whatever, but I'm not doing that. There, have you seen my dad? Have you seen my brothers? These guys, they know how to preach. Me? I, I don't think so. Why would anybody want to listen to me when we, when we have this greatness in our family? God wouldn't leave it alone. God wouldn't leave me alone. And, and one day when she said, came to me and said, I see you with a microphone in your hand and you're preaching, I finally said, okay, okay, I'll do it. And God began to show me that there was something that was set, set apart just for me, that he had something set apart for me to bring a hope that only I could bring to certain people, a hope that only I could bring that people could take in, that people could ingest, that people could receive only from me. And you have the same thing. There are people in this world who need what's inside of you. There are people in this world who need your hope. You know, you may be sitting here saying, well, you don't know where I come from. You don't know the things that I've done. No, I don't know those things. But God does, and guess what? He doesn't care. God loves you just the way that you are. He uses the things from your past to qualify you, not to disqualify you. He, he uses the things that you walk through to help other people. He uses the things that you come from to help those who need what you have, the hope that's inside of you. It's set apart for you. And you need to be reminded of that today. I know you've lost things. I know you've walked through things. But God said, hey, I'm going to take care of that. Don't you worry about what was lost. I've got something even better for you today. I have a purpose and a destiny that was set apart for you. You just have to step into it. There may be people in your family who need what's inside of you. There may be people at your work who need what's inside of you. There may be a stranger on the street who needs what you have, but you have to be willing to say yes. You have to be willing to say, okay, God, I receive it. I received that portion that was set apart just for me. Once Saul embraced who he was, he was the hope for Israel. His life completely changed. Saul had people placed in his life on a journey where he thought he was looking for what was lost, but those people helped him find his destiny. I believe that's what's happening for you here today. And if you're watching with us online, God wants to remind you of who you are. He wants to remind you of how loved you are. He wants you to see inside yourself what he sees. He wants you to know that great things are on the inside of you. I have one last thought about this story. And if you have never read it, I would just encourage you to go read the whole thing because it's just such a cool story. 
But when Saul started this journey, looking for what was lost, he had his servant that helped him see with prophetic eyes that he needed to continue to move forward, that there was something waiting for him in this city that he needed. And then he runs into Samuel, and Samuel helped him see his destiny. All the while arguing, right? Arguing with the servant, arguing with Samuel. But once he partook of what was set apart for him, everything changed. Once he could finally see himself the way that God saw him, to see that he was a king, everything changed. And from that moment on, Samuel told him, he said, hey, you're going to leave here and you're going to run into these guys and they've got this for you. And then you're going to come into this place where there's prophets. And guess what? You're going to prophesy with them. And he never argued from that point on. He did exactly what Samuel told him to do because he was so convinced at this point of who he was. So he goes out and he prophesies with the prophets. And the Bible says that his, he was transformed into a completely different man. See, you have the power. You, there are people in your life that can help you get perspective, right? There are people in your life that can help you get vision to move forward. And there are people in your life that will help you partake in what was set apart for you. But at the end of the day, you're the prophet of your life. At the end of the day, that has to get into your mouth. And whenever you get that word into your mouth, when you get that identity into your mouth, your life will be transformed. You'll be a completely different person. Listen, I used to call myself a wallflower because I didn't want to be seen. But God called something out of me that I didn't even know was there. God called something out of me that I thought, I'm the least of these. Why would you use me? But my willingness, my, uh, I fought for a long time, just like Saul did. But when I finally decided to say yes, everything changed for me. I, I am not the same person I used to be. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the things that God has brought into mine and Pastor Derek's life that we get to stand here today and, and speak vision and speak destiny and speak truth into your life. But it started with me getting it in my mouth, calling myself what God called me. Today, you need to call yourself what God calls you. You need to remind yourself that there's more. There's more than what was lost. There's purpose and destiny. There's purpose and and destiny. And you know it, right? When, when Pastor Roxanne called that out of me, I already knew it. There was an excitement on the inside of me that I, but I just, I, I continued to disqualify. Today's your day to stop disqualifying. Today's your day to embrace what's on the inside of you, those dreams that God has put there. I want to encourage you today. Let today be a life-changing day. Let today be the day that you transform into a different person that you allow God to show you what he has set apart for you and give you vision for your future. Let's bow our heads for a minute. If you're here today and that's you, I just want to encourage you to put on those heavenly glasses, got to see God's vision for your life, to get God's perspective for your life. Those dreams that have been there that you just haven't allowed yourself to go to because 
You can't imagine how they can happen. But the Bible says we serve a God, an Ephesians 3 God, that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, or imagine. He wants to not only take the dreams that are in your heart and fulfill them, he wants to do even more. So no more looking at what was, but looking to the future. Father, I just I speak over every single person, Lord, who's here today that needed to be reminded that you not only have covered what was lost, you have so much more. You have so much more, Lord, and help them to, to, to see with prophetic vision, Lord, what you have for them. Help them to see that you have a calling and a destiny for their life. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you that when people leave here today, Lord, they will be charged with faith, God. No matter how young or how old they are, Lord, no matter how long they've walked with you or, or if they're new Christians, God, I thank you, God, that you remind them of who they are today. If you're here today and you've never said yes to Jesus, I just want to tell you that he loves you, that he gave his life for you. The Bible says he, Jesus was crucified, he died, he was buried, and he rose again the third day. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he lives to make intercession for you. That means he lives to pray for you. He loves you so much. And if you've never said yes to Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to do that. We're all going to just pray this prayer together. I'm going to lend you some words, and we're going to pray this prayer together. Father, Thank you for Jesus. Today I make the decision to make you Lord of my life and King of my heart. I thank you for your sacrifice that was made for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.